Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a speaker, a coach, and a published author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will share tips, tools, and strategies used by our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in their lives. I am on a mission to educate, empower, and inspire you to see that when you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive right in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today we are speaking with Christine Althaus. Christine is a lifestyle coach. And Christine and I connected a few months ago as I was a guest on her Facebook show that happens every Monday called Mom Talk. And Mom Talk, it is a show that inspires women to change their lives through the insights of other moms who have launched a home-based business during the demanding child-rearing years. Christine truly believes that every woman has a message to share and a passion to follow that can flower with proper support and encouragement. She wants to help women begin to dream again, to find their passion, and to go beyond the limits they have set for themselves, and to achieve their goals in an environment that celebrates and supports each other. So I love this because we talk about women really collaborating, connecting, and supporting each other, and Christine really embodies that. She truly does. This interview is truly so much more than that. She she takes the vulnerability, she dives into a story, she shares with us what she went through and how she confronted a person in her life and how she dealt with, honestly, just an unbelievable story. So I'm so proud of her for sharing this story with us. And she talks about the power of you know the bravery and the courage of really dealing with something that has been holding over your head for 20 years and how our stories matter and they make a difference and they relate and they connect us to each other by highlighting other women. And she knows that that makes an impact. It's made an impact in her life and she wants to pay that forward. She talks about the power of healing and forgiveness. And I really love this part of it because I think it is truly a special trait that she has and I, I would love more women to understand the power of forgiveness because when we hold on to those resentment, the anger, the emotions, those negative emotions, they keep us stuck. They hold us back and it really hurts us in the long run. So she speaks about the power of forgiveness and how she has put this into practice in her life. And she shares some of the tools that has helped her to get to this point in her life. So honestly, Christine, I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much for being so real and vulnerable with us today because I know this, this, this podcast, this episode will speak to someone. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today we are speaking with lifestyle coach and the founder of the Facebook show called Mom Talk, Christine Althaus. I was on Christine's program probably a few months ago, and it is just a fantastic program where she is really, really showcasing women and really supporting their process and what they're going through and encouraging and highlighting other women. And I love when women collaborate together. So when Christine reached out, we absolutely set up the time. So welcome to the show, Christine. Thank you, Marcia. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. I love to connect. So we're going to start with a few questions just so people can get to know who you are. And then we're going to dive into your story. How's that sound? Sure. Sounds great. Where are you from? I am from 
Camelford, Ontario. I, uh, I've well, lived here most of my life, but uh, I was in Scarborough and Pickering prior to that. But most of my life, I'm, I've been up here in rural Ontario. <laughs> nice, nice. And what about um, books? Let's talk a little bit about books. Do you have a favorite book or a most impactful book that has spoke to you? Well, I... I, I'm not a big reader. I like audio better. I like listening to podcasts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, there was a book that I did read that um, has been impactful, and that was um, The Accidental Millionaire. And it's kind of what really got me on my journey of being an entrepreneur and, and really wanting to, to help people because it was just her story of wanting to create something for herself and um, just doing something that she loved. Awesome. I don't think I've read that one. I'm, I'm most positive I haven't. I will definitely. I wrote that down. That's awesome. <laughs> you, you said podcasts. Well, who are some of your favorite podcasters that you listen to? Well, um, I, I listen, I've been listening to your podcast, actually. Awesome. Uh, girlfriend, a, a mutual friend of ours, yes. uh, Kim, actually um, had me listening to your podcast when we were driving home from the airport right. uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So yes. that was fun. Awesome. And um, Rachel Hollis, I like oh. listening to, to her. Love Rachel Hollis. Yeah. And uh, actually my, my two sisters just started a podcast and it's called Honest to God. Oh. And they, they just started not too long ago and they're sharing their stories, but they want to dive into more of other, other people's stories of what mm -hmm. they've, you know, come through and it's, it's really fun. So that's awesome. Um, that's awesome. With you, those are yeah. ones that I've been to. Well, I, I mean, I put it out there the other day to look for um, more people to women to interview who have stories to share. And I mean, it literally took, I don't know, a couple of hours and I had 20 names and it was just, I, I think it just shows there's a lot of women who have a story to share and it's becoming more and more, common ground to share your story, right? With less hiding, Absolutely. more sharing. So, I mean, the more we can do this, the more normal, we call it quotation normal, it becomes, right? I think it's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, this like 10 years ago, even five years ago, it wasn't like this at all. And it's, it's wonderful. It's, mm -hmm. it's helped me a lot because years ago I was so intimidated by other women because I didn't know that they were just like me, you know, they were successful women in my eyes. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, you know, I, I wasn't sure if I had the confidence in myself to be around them. But, you know, now I know how silly that was that everybody has their own struggles. Everybody um, was in a position, you know, prior to what they're in now. And mm -hmm. yeah, it was, you know, I think of it being silly, but I also think of it being, um, not supported enough mm -hmm. to, to know that I didn't need to think that way. I think it's, um, I almost jumped on the word silly there just because that's what I tend to do. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not silly. <laughs> nope, don't be hard on yourself. And I think it was just a sign of normal, right? Like a lot of people, we were very much caught up. Um, we, we talked a little bit before we started, but we did not grow up with let's share our story. Let's talk about the hard parts of life. We, that's just not how most of us grew up. And oh, yeah. instead it makes it feel almost that, you know, their life is perfect. This looks perfect. And why am I the only one that's struggling? So until we start to continue to share those stories, we don't, we don't realize it. 
And I know I heard a, a mentor, I can't remember who it was now, say that some of the people who have, like, maybe have some of the biggest presence and the biggest impact in the world have walked through the worst crap. Like, they've walked through some incredible, unimaginable stories, right? And they're using those stories. So it's easy to look at that social media and think that they have it all together. And it's, I mean, they've worked so hard for that. So, so hard mm -hmm. for that. So I love the veils yeah. coming off. I love the veils coming off and looking more That's real. a great, that's a great point because when social media first started, it was all about showing how mm. perfect your life was and you got it all together yeah. and how much damage that has created for a lot of people. And I think now mm -hmm. it's, Kind of turning the opposite way I do too. where there's more and more people sharing the real stuff yes. and there's a lot of a lot of women doing body image on social media which is fantastic yeah like they you know they're sharing the rawness of a mother's body and how it changes and yeah mm -hmm. it's not perfect we don't have a 20 year old's body anymore no so why are <laughs> we trying to even like you know we, we need to embrace what we have now and yes whatever stage we are. Mm -hmm. so, it's so it's true. Part of life. So true. That's another whole topic we can dive into, but it's so true. <laughs> so true. So who would be one of your most impactful mentors? Who has made an impact in your life? It doesn't have to be anybody famous. It just could be somebody who's been a mentor for you. Um, now you've put me on the spot and my mind is kind of like what it's is okay we can again? come back to it if you want yeah. it's all good yeah uh, there's a there is a few people um i can't even pronounce her last name but it's like sandy kurwaski or something like that she oh. she is on um she's got the pink hair, pink hair. i was just gonna say she has pink hair yeah. i know who you're talking about yes yeah. yeah and um uh Oh, I can't think of the other girl's name, but uh, leave it with me and I will All good. Uh, look her. All good. It's just, it's interesting because I hear all different kinds of names. So then it helps yeah. you for other people to look at. I mean, just because somebody is very famous doesn't mean that that has been your mentor. Yeah. But no, sometimes yeah. people don't realize, like, I can't tell you how many times I've come across people, they're like, no, who's Brene Brown? I'm like, who? You don't know, like you, how do you not know? But it, they don't know. And so I like sharing the different mentors because it helps people to see that, you know, if you don't resonate with somebody, there's lots of people who are sharing lots of information out there that you can learn from as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, um, what is something that lifts you up and drives you? Listening to Christian music. Mm. <laughs> I nice. really like I love listening to Christian music because it really does lift me up and it's mm -hmm. lyrics that actually fuel the soul. It's not just talking about um, other things that don't matter in life. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Christian music really does talk about and, and speaks to your soul and mm -hmm. really lifts, that's, it lifts me up. So when I, I need something, that's what I do. Or um, I will, you know, pull out my Joyce Myers. <laughs> Bible oh and yes. read her because actually Joyce Myers, there's one. She mm -hmm. has been very yeah. influential for me because I love how she is just herself and you know she delivers a message that you can relate to. Mm -hmm. So I love that. And that's definitely I think that's the case is being able to relate to different um 
being able to like, looking at people on that same level and being able to relate to them, right? And being able to relate to what they are doing. Yeah. So you have done this, you do this mom talk show once a week. And mm -hmm. how long have you been doing that for now? It has been a year. It was a year in April. Okay. What inspired you to go that route? Well, I started a, a video course um, and I've always enjoyed doing video because I always thought it was a great way to express, you know, my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And you know, because I've been, you know, working on myself and knowing that I have a story and knowing that when you hear someone else's story, it matters and it makes a difference in your life. Nice. So I wanted to create a show where moms could share their story, mm -hmm. um, more like their story and also being an entrepreneur and being able to, you know, work from home or work a side hustle while they're still working or part-time mm -hmm. I wanted those stories to be told because a lot of the times people think wow she must be Wonder Woman or Superwoman mm -hmm. because she's doing all these things and how does she do it but when we share our story of no I've asked I've done this for help or I've done this mm -hmm. um, to get here like it's just you know stories make a difference and mm -hmm. I figured mom talk would be a great way to let people hear about other women's stories of being able to create something for themselves, um, help out in the household. Um, you know, some moms just don't want to, you know, do anything outside of the home, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of moms that do. So I really wanted to share their story. That's awesome. So you've been doing that for about a year now. I'm sure you've crossed paths with some incredible women and in stories and seeing what they're doing. Right. And Right. The more you do that, the more you see there's just a lot of people who have a story to share. It is. And it's incredible. The um, jobs that people are doing, the niches that they're, they're helping in. And it's, you know, I would have never really thought of a lot of the, the um, opportunities that people have created for themselves to help other people. It's mm -hmm. been really incredible. Yeah, it's impact, right? It's impact. Everybody, there's a lot of people wanting to make an impact, which I absolutely love. Yeah. So you've been on a journey for the last like, 10 years, as you said. You've mm -hmm. gone through a lot of transformations and a lot of change. Start wherever you want in here and give us just some idea as to who Christine is and what your story is. Okay, sure. So, um... About 10 years ago, it came to head for me. You know, I was going down a path where I was struggling a lot mm -hmm. personally and um, even, you know, finally, everything in my life was just felt like it was falling apart. And I had this secret inside me that, you know, was eating me apart. And I had just come, I had just come to know the Lord, like within a couple of years of this happening. Mm -hmm. And I knew he was pressing it on me to get it out because that's the only way I was going to be able to heal myself. Mm -hmm. And there was a situation where the topic kept coming up. You know, I had children. My daughter was around the same age that um, this trauma happened to me. And I was, I was sexually abused. Mm -hmm. And my Can daughter was the age that was happening. Can I ask you how old you were? I was, I, I was in grade six. Okay, so, so um, Yeah. Yeah, it's about that age. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And my daughter was around the same age and my mom had made a comment to me. We had just started going to a church and she was 
she had made a comment about the pastors and you know you hear so much in the news about children and pastors and I it just it made me my lid just kind of blew I was like okay this happens to people by people that you wouldn't even mm-hmm. fathom it you know it, it was so close to home so I had to tell my mom right then and there Oh my gosh. That it I had never told her. It was my secret. Had you told and anyone? Can I ask you? Had you told I, anyone? Well, I know. Actually, no. it was, I had told my husband, but it was only like a couple days prior to telling my mom because it was getting that bad. Mm-hmm. It was affecting our marriage because I had become someone that I was addicted to lust. Okay. That's basically what had happened to me because of what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I was looking for attention. Yeah. Um, all the time because this happened is just such a mental thing that happens to you it's crazy mm-hmm. and I see that now but it it blew up and I had to approach my mom about it and I told her and she was devastated and it was that night that I I confronted my abuser my husband was with me my mom was with wow. me and we confronted them and um, it was such a, a release mm-hmm. I have never ever in my life felt that sense of freedom and I had to forgive the person in order to be able to have that freedom. And, you know, I get asked that question, like my husband asked me, how do you forgive someone for doing such a thing? And I said, well, I forgive them because I, I know, you know, the heart, I know the heart Mm -hmm. and that wasn't my burden to hold on to. So it's off me now. I forgive them for, you know, whatever they were going through in order to do that. Like things are just, there's just so much about it. Right. So I took it off myself by giving the, you know, that forgiveness. Now it's up to them what they do with it. Exactly. Exactly. Right. It's not me anymore. And I had such a sense of freedom, that feeling of lust that I used to have, was gone in an instant Mm -hmm. and I remember recognizing it and I'd be like oh my goodness I can't believe how good I feel and how I don't have this burden I have like this huge weight lifted off my shoulders and I became a different person for my husband and that is just the best thing ever like it was just incredible so I mean it's still been a journey since then because you know I you still deal with memories, you still deal with um, different things that go on from it. But I, I know how to address it. I know how to confront it. Yeah. And yeah. So, wow. and now I, I, I see because of how I was and I, I see a lot of teenage girls, you know, and it, it just makes me want to reach out to them. And I just, at this point, like, this is so new. I've, you know, even though I confronted this 10 years ago, it has only been the last six months that I've actually been sharing it with anybody outside of my husband mm-hmm. and my mom. I've never wow. really shared it with anybody else, but it's been on my mind that, you know, since I've been someone that likes to hear stories and share stories, I thought I have a story. You do have a story. So there's so much in there that I want to dive in and ask you some Mm -hmm. questions. That's okay, just because I think people can relate to it. Um, I'm curious, um, starting newer as opposed to back then, 
So six months ago, you said you started sharing, right? You started to, what, what happened there that made you feel like, yeah, this is time. I need to start sharing. Um, just, it was just a, a nudge. I could just feel yeah. that this was just something that needed to come out. And um, I just didn't know how to do it because there's still a lot of people in my life that don't even know this about me, like yeah. family wise. And if, you know, I start sharing this, it's like, Oh, I'm kind of opening a can of worms, but it's, it's um, in the other sense, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, um, yeah, it happened and I really can't deny it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's just going to be, you know, a process of, uh, I'm not sure, you know, how many of them will hear it too. Like it depends on the platforms that I'm sharing it exactly. on, whether they listen. So, yeah. So and I, I, I was afraid to do that. So I'm like, oh. eh, you know what? I can't be afraid to do that anymore because it's my story. It's, it's funny because when you, not funny in that word, but when you, ironic, when we, when we don't share the story, we give power to the story. And yeah. when, and, and it's the power actually needs to come back to you. It doesn't change. The story is still there, but it's where that power goes, right? As Brene would say, if you're feeding shame. If you feed shame, I mean, it grows. It shame grows like a weed. It absolutely grows like a weed. So learning how to shift that so that you're not holding on to that shame yourself is where a lot of freedom comes from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you, you know, I, I, I think what also wanted me to share the story was because I, I know the freedom that I got from it and it helped me become the woman I am now yeah. and still becoming, mm -hmm. you know, um, having those insecurities was, you know, uh, because of other women was a part of that because I wasn't secure in myself. Right. So I just want to help women get over things quicker than I did. <laughs> you know, I don't want them to have to struggle, even if I can, you know, start speaking to them at a teenage age, mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of, a lot happens in your teenage years. And oh. if you can, you know, speak to someone, speak to, you know, a teenage girl that has possibly been through something like this or similar mm -hmm. um, to let them know that it wasn't their fault and that you can get past this, but uh, there is some time to, you have to work on this. So, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, thank you and for sharing support. that. And honestly, because I know that will resonate with somebody who's listening today. And I'm such a strong believer that I mean, our stories have power and we can share them and we can help someone else. And if we have some solutions for what we've learned, then we know someone somewhere is praying for solutions. They absolutely are. And the more we share, the more people realize that they're not alone. So it's, it's, it's such a, a cyclical, powerful shift that you went through. Can I ask you roughly, like how many years was it from the point of um, the abuse to the point that you actually confronted the person roughly. Um, so that probably would have been 30 years. Yeah. I was going to ask you as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah probably. So well, maybe 20. I'm trying to think I'm not aging okay. myself. <laughs> it's okay. No worries. So you start to do that, right? And that time that you hold on to that, you could just see how much power that has, right? And you're giving it that power. So you didn't, you didn't just 
share what happened, you actually confronted the person, which I mean, takes mm-hmm. even like a um, huge amount of strength. So I just want to commend you for that because that's like, that's, that's two different things. That is two different things. And I can now see you in that space of 10 years ago, standing in your power and going like this, there's no more is this taking from me. Like I'm, this story is not taking me, taking part of me anymore. Like I am going to stand in and do something with the story. So I commend you for that because that's, those are two very different things. And I'm sure that wasn't easy. But I'm sure that contributed to the massive feeling of freedom that you felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Um, you talk about um, forgiveness. And this is a, this is, I mean, until you have to go through something where you have to forgive, well, not have to, where you choose to forgive somebody, it's, it's hard to understand this piece, right? I mean, I, you know people, I know people who just angry and bitter all the time and you can hear it in their words you hear it in their language they are angry they are focused on you know the things that someone wronged them and I just had a conversation with somebody this morning and I said do you know what they're going through in their life right now like what does it matter like maybe they're going through something that is so unbelievably challenging that that's why they behave the way that they did and it's like what's that matter and I'm like well it's just kind of look at it differently right and some people are not open to that at all so the process of forgiveness, would you say that from the point you confronted your user, you had forgiveness or is it something you learned over time? Well, I think it was, it was, it happened at the moment of me actually like confronting him yeah. and telling him mm-hmm. because it was a sense of freedom because I didn't have that secret inside me anymore. Like that mm-hmm. ate away at me for so long. And also because I was able to see him in different lenses mm-hmm. because I know God's heart, you know, he forgave me for everything that I had done in my life. Mm-hmm. So I had no right to hold any grudge against him anymore after I had told him what he had, you know, that I remember and that it's done this to me and I can no longer hold this on myself. This is now yours. It's not mine. Um, I can't even remember if I did say in the moment, I forgive you. Um, but in my heart, it was more of, I forgive him because I see through different lenses. I know that everything happens because of everybody is who they are because of things that have happened to them. Mm -hmm. And, that's how they react to things because so if they've never, you know, known love or been loved, then that makes a lot of difference in who they are too. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it's just different. I see people in different lenses now when I, I know um, that, that I know that. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's a, that's a great point to being able to look at it from and, and, understanding that like as you said earlier forgiveness is about you it's whatever he does with that is is on them like it's not on you but forgiveness is about you and it's what did i mean holding on to something of resentment is the same as guilt shame all those things it's heavy it's nasty it's not it doesn't serve you it probably stopped you from making choices in your life i mean resentment is very powerful 
and that anger and all those things. So learning to let go of that and as opposed to forgiveness is actually saving you and probably providing you more freedom. So if you actually were able to confront at that time and deal with um, and experience forgiveness, I mean, no wonder you felt so much freedom. Like it's, I mean, I can't even fathom how much freedom you felt. I think there's a huge difference in telling someone something that happened to you Mm -hmm. and actually confronting the person that did it to you. Like it doesn't even have to be the same situation that I experienced. It doesn't have to be the abuse that I, it could be a, any kind of hurt that someone has given you. Mm -hmm. Um, Confronting them to let them know how you feel or how it made you feel. Yes. They need to know that because then it's off your shoulders. You don't have to be sitting there going, you know how you just, you get in that resentment mode and you're like, I would tell them this, or I would do oh, this. Yeah. I'm ready you to know, tell them off. Like, I'm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, go do it. Actually, you need to go and do it. You need to confront that person. They need to know, because sometimes they don't even know that they hurt you, you know, no. in no. whatever the situation is. They might not even know that they hurt you right. until you tell them. And maybe they'll be like, oh my goodness, I can't believe. Mm-hmm. that that hurt you that much and I'm sorry right. you know they might not even know and maybe they'll do something about changing the way they they act towards other people so I mean well, it doesn't have to be the same situation I was in it could be in any situation of hurt mm-hmm. I think I think at the point too I think is I mean correct me if I'm wrong but I really think that with that part of forgiveness the other thing that's really important is managing expectations so mm-hmm. what what that person does with it is completely on them. Like it's completely on them. You forgive them for yourself because you deserve to move forward. And I think that learning how to manage our expectations, it's just huge. It really is. It's something that um, I have a lot of people can be, you know, I'm so frustrated with that person. I'm so annoyed with what they've done. Like have they, are they behaving consistently as long as you've known them? Yes. So they're actually not acting out of their norm? No, they're always like that. I'm like, then why would you expect something different? Like, why would you expect something different if that's how they behave? It's like the person that is wasting the energy is is you, right? Like, that's who's wasting the energy. So it's it's really, I think it's powerful how you talk there about that piece of forgiveness, and it is for you, right? It's for you. So it is I mean, all. Yeah, absolutely. It's all, it's all for us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So you have taken that into sharing that message and highlighting other women and um, helping them to share their story, connecting and collaborating with other women, which I absolutely love because I think the other message that happens with that is, is that we don't get anywhere alone. We just don't need to get there further together, right? Which is in collaboration. So where are you taking this now? I know you do a little bit of lifestyle coaching. I know you're doing um, with your mom talk. And I mean, how do you see things shifting and changing or growing or what direction would you like to take things? Um, that, that's a great question. <laughs> it's okay. Um, the answer. It's okay. Yeah. I, this is the first time I'm actually like sharing it publicly wow. on your podcast, Marcia. So, oh, thank um, you so much. I, I, I thank yeah. you for trusting me for this. I really appreciate that. And I mean, I honor you for that. I really do. Good for you. Well, you know, you, you've shared some of your story with me and mm-hmm. I think it's incredible too. And I knew that you have a heart for the same thing. 
you know, mm -hmm. sharing the stories to, to help heal others and know that there is support. There is other people out there that have had a similar story. Yes. Um, and not to be hard on ourselves because yeah. it truly, you know, with having that sense of that freedom from holding on to the secret, it has allowed me to be more brave, more bold, and not to be afraid to go after the things that I want in my life. I actually believe now that I can achieve the things that I want, that I can reach those goals because I don't have that limitation on me anymore. Wow, that is beautiful. I, it really is because I think if you look at those limitations, um, that I can I just say that almost like that we all create our own limitations, right? We all do. Mm -hmm. And your story held you in that wall of limitations and you decided to break through it. It lost power. It's like all of a sudden there's like this light of all these opportunities of what you can do. I mean, and who knows what you can do. But I also love that you um, you mentioned here that it is part of you, right? I refer to my own story where I was, I went through mm -hmm. a very similar, not so, I, um, different situation, but I don't, it's, I don't resent it. I mean, I don't wish, I mean, obviously we don't want bad things to happen to us, but it is part of me and it has made me who I am. And it was a, it was a family member who said, you have to put that in your book and there's nothing in that book. And she said, you have to, it's, it's part of your story. And I think that's it, right? It's part of our story. It's made us who we are. Mm -hmm. So choosing to do something with it and helping others. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, me not sharing the story is kind of like still holding on to that secret. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yep. And like you said just a little while ago, that that still has a hold on you. Yeah. If, if you don't. So... Yeah, no, it's where does that power go? Sure. You stand in that, like you stand in that and you own it. So honestly, I absolutely honor you for that. I really do. So if people wanted to connect with you to be a part of your mom talk show, what is some of the best way for people to reach you? They can reach me right on Facebook, actually, and they can send me a message right on Facebook. And from there, um, I have a form that they can fill out. Um, to give me the information that I need. Perfect. So, yeah. So Perfect. Do you, um, I can just see you. I think you have so much to share that I, I could see that, you know, <laughs> this kid, who knows where this can spin. And, I mean, we have to stay open sometimes because what we think is the plan is not really the plan. And then all of a sudden it opens up and you're like, oh, I didn't see that one coming. That was, <laughs> you know, it just, it opens up different opportunities. And I believe that, you're presented with the ones we're presented with the ones that we're ready for at the time and it can open up into a lot of different avenues but i definitely think that you are being a light for others to share that story and to stand in it and the power of forgiveness and the power of you know letting go like letting go of what that hold was on yeah absolutely yeah. because it, it does it allows you to be wonder woman <laughs> you know yeah, I, I remember, have the Wonder Woman I, remember cup. I have the Wonder Woman cup I love that cup oh do you <laughs> yeah I do well I I watched the movie and mm -hmm. you know I really wasn't sure what to expect I thought it was going to be one of those you know like Marvel type typical female hero yeah you know, and it wasn't and did you love I it remember, I absolutely loved the movie 
Mm-hmm. And there was a scene where, you know, the soldiers didn't want to um, go against the uh, the other side. Yes. And she just went for it. You know, do you remember that scene where she's I going do. through the field? And yeah. she's like, got her shield up and she's just, the bullets are going by her. And she just, because she was just so um, into knowing that she could do it like she had no confident. fear and mm-hmm. she had confident that's the word the confidence in her i was just like you go girl Woo! i was so excited you, i actually you. did i did a video on it afterwards and i got my jewelry out and i and i was talking about Are you serious my, oh yeah i made like a headband with my jewelry and Whoa. i made bracelets and I'm like this is what we need to do ladies <laughs> we need to put our our armor on and like battle off all the things that are coming towards us because you know, we can fight through anything that comes towards us. Mm-hmm. So, I, okay, I first off, that. I love that. You don't want to know how many times I've watched that movie. I've watched that. I love that movie. Absolutely love that movie. But I mean, I grew up with Wonder Woman, but the movie exceeded what I was expecting. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, I loved it. And I love the whole, um, and, and somebody went, armor is not, doesn't have to be a thing of blocking, um, you know, because I, I used to, I used to reference, I used to wear this shell, this big shell, where I was just protecting myself so that there was no pain, so nobody knew my story, and I could fake life, which really didn't work well, we all know that. So, eventually, the armor becomes a place that I choose what comes in. Like, I choose, I don't have to, I mean, somebody can be critical, and I get lots of criticism. The more that we put ourselves out there, the more we're going to get criticism. And I sometimes look at it and go, okay, well, that was another one of those. And I don't need to take that on. Like, I don't need to, to take it on. So I think that from that standpoint, that bulletproof kind of standpoint, that it's just a shield that, no, I'm not, I don't need to, to take that in. So, yeah, I absolutely yeah. love that movie. Um, <laughs> do you find that you are on, let me see if I can ask you a personal question. Do you find that you are on the side now where, You've gone through this, you have approached um, your abuser, you publicly, like you within your circle, and now you've shared it here. Is healing something that just happens, or do you find it something that you go through on a, like it rears its head sometimes? Do you find? Yeah, yeah, because we have the memories still, right? We have the memories right. and they're, you know, sometimes you have flashback. But what happens to me when I when I do have that is kind of like I don't give it strength. I mm. I I I speak against it and I say, "No, you don't have room here anymore. Mm. You know, you don't have authority over me anymore and I'm not going to be thinking about this." And that's a great time for me to actually put music on or just do something that, you know, takes my mind away from it. But most of the time when I confront it and say, no, you have no room here anymore, you, no, no strength over me, then the, the thought and everything just kind of goes away and I just feel good again. So it's really confronting it and, you know, you can't suppress it. You can't no. ignore it. Yeah. You have to confront it. So I thank I you for sharing that because I really wanted people to know, we talked about this before we even started recording, that sometimes when we get into that comparison mode or we hear things, that it can look really easy from the outside in, as people might think, like, she just, she just doesn't look like she's struggling with that, or that's not an issue. How we deal with it as we do the work changes. And I always say that the things that used to take me out of the knees a couple of years ago are bliss now. 
And there, you know, there are some moments where it's like, nope, you know what to do next. You know what to do next. And it becomes this self-conversation that I have with myself to what tool can you use? You have lots of tools to use and you're going to move through this, right? Move through this, not suppress it, not go numb, not feel it because that just doesn't create change and emotion, right? To move through that. So yeah. thank you for sharing that because I really wanted people to understand or to hear in that sense about the healing process. And it can take a long time. It can take a really, really long time. But as you keep doing it, it gets a little bit easier and a little bit easier. And I think the feeling of freedom wins in a little bit there too, right? That mm -hmm. like you want more of that feeling of freedom. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, may I ask you a couple quick questions um, where I just want to, before we wrap up, so people will be able to reach and connect with you if they want to be on the Mom Talk show, they want to connect if the story resonates with you, we will have all of your information available. I'm just curious, if you could go back to any point in your life, what lesson would you tell yourself that you know now? I would definitely tell myself that you do have a father that loves you. Um, cause that was one of the things that was big in my life. I did not have my biological father in my life. Um, he actually, I only found him 12 years ago. So it, uh, it would be that you do have a father that loves you. So, and I think that would have made a huge difference because when this happened to me, that's, you know, I had, um, the respect I had for that person, um, you know, made me feel like no father figure loved me. Mm. So I was always looking for love in the wrong places, right? Yeah. So yeah, I would definitely tell myself that yes. it may seem hard, but there you do have a father that loves you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, that's what I would tell her. I think that's a great <laughs> lesson. I think it's a great lesson. And so I guess it maybe it ties into the saying, but what, what lesson in life are you most grateful for? Like what, what is, would be a, a lesson for you now that you look and go, you know what, I, that might've been a very difficult experience, but this is what I have learned and this has changed everything. I would say the lesson that I went through in confronting my, my abuser, I think that was the biggest lesson I've ever had in my life because it, it really pushed me to my limits. You know, if there was anything that you've ever been fearful of, it, sh it was that moment for me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's almost like going bungee jumping. <laughs> you know, do I jump? No turning back once you started, right? No. Is this going to break once I jump? <laughs> so, because that too, you don't know. Oh, you know, what's you have gonna no idea. After. No. You have no idea. You have no idea what's going to happen once you, that person gets confronted. So, yeah, I think that was a big moment in my life. And do you find really you confront cool. everything differently now? Like, like it's, do you find yourself going, yeah, I went through that. I can do this. I can do this. I mean, I, do you find you confront life more head on now? Oh, for sure. I mean, there's times that I have been still hesitant and, mm -hmm. you know, that fear does kind of come in, but I've also, you know, made a point to take a lot of personal development courses yeah. and, you know, learn how to do that. And mm -hmm. recently I started Women Speak, which also helps with that. You know, there's things that you can do to help calm 
your breathing and your heart rate and just kind of like plant yourself in the moment and say, this is not going to stop me. I can, mm-hmm. I can do this and, mm-hmm. and keep going. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that because I think that that's the, um, confronting life. I love that. I mean, we think like said that's the complete opposite of being numb and avoiding. So, and you obviously did that. You obviously did that. So I can't thank you enough for sharing and I, for trusting and sharing your story here because I guarantee it will impact someone else. And sometimes we just have no idea, right? Those first few times we do that. I know there've been a couple of podcasts I've been on that to be honest, I almost was nauseous afterwards. I was like, oh, I didn't push it that much. I didn't mean for that to all come out, but it came out. And within no time getting messages from people saying, oh my gosh, this spoke to me because, and I'm like, okay, that's why. So it's really trusting, right, in that process. And I appreciate you for um, being open and sharing with people because it will definitely impact some someone who is tuning in. And I mean, you're a great example of, I really believe, like when we own those choices, we own our life. Like we are taking ownership back of our life again. And there's so much power in that. There's so much power in that. And we start to believe what we can do. We start to believe that it is possible. And everything around us can shift. So I really, really thank you for being so real with everyone today. Oh, you're welcome, Marcia. Thank you so much. Oh. I'm, I'm really glad that I, I reached out to you and uh, here we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here. I will have all of the information on how to reach out and connect with you. And it's just been my pleasure to connect today. Thank you so much for seeing me. The pleasure has been. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Until next time, remember, when you own your choices, you truly own your life.